This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris, fresh back from Greece. <laughs> so how are you, Deanne? I am doing fabulous. Missing the Greek the Greek sea, but all good. <laughs> That's good. It, was, it looked beautiful. I saw the pictures on Facebook. Uh, it was spectacular. So we're here every week to be talking to you about real estate every Saturday, 1 o'clock here on WPHT Talk Radio. Want to ask us a question about commercial mortgages, residential real estate? Give us a call. I always answer. Deanne answers. My number is 267 266 5501. And we got that one call from John. Man, I, I'm glad we do this show. They're the kind of calls that make this show worthwhile. That Absolutely. Poor, that poor guy was getting run around. Yeah, so what's, we're what's taking your, great care of him. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609 605. Seven one five three. So we can help in any way. Just call us up. We're always here. We answer. You listen to this show and the past shows at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and also at WPHT's website. So what's coming up today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with Asking Dr. A. Yeah, I'm not sure where we're at with that one. Okay. And as always, we have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. We have our mortgage mom topic today. Which is what? How to be a confident buyer in today's competitive market. We are getting deals accepted. So whatever the doom and gloom is out there, you know, get your feet in, jump in, get off the fence, and let's get you your new home. The people are still buying houses. Of course. Of course. So, Mark, we also have our question and answer segment. And the first question is, what is the first step? of the home buying process. All right. The, the next question is, what is a seller's market? And the no. next question is, how do I have to pay an agent to help me buy a house? How much do I have to pay? And the next question is, what kind of credit score do I need to buy a home? And lastly, where do you see the market going over the next year? Oh, good ones there. Good questions. Mark, our topic of the day 
five topics to discuss with your real estate agent when buying a home. Yeah, you don't just want to jump in. You want to have a meeting. Yep. But first, give us your motivational quote. And a motivational quote is, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. So if you want to conquer fear, do not sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy. Love it. Because the more, the more you're in the game, more things happen. That is so true. It is. So what's where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. So NAR, National Association of Realtors, which I'm on the fence about. <laughs> Dr. Young, he thinks that the housing recession's over. Contract signings picked up the pace last month. Home buyers increasingly facing multiple offer situations, which we've been in. But they released its housing forecast for the remaining of the year and into 24. Pending home sales rose slightly in June. The latest indicators are showing a housing market on the mend. Now, it's according to who you talk to about all this stuff. <laughs> I was going to say, it does. So you're right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hear realtors crying the blues, and then I ask them, are you calling your database and talking to people? Uh, uh, no. Oh, but nothing's happening right now. Right. Median existing home sale prices in June soared to their second highest on record in the last two decades. More buyers are facing multiple offer situations, which that's not going away. The uh, latest report from the National Association of Realtors, pending home sale index, a forward-looking indicator of home sales based on contract signings, rose 0.3% in June, the first increase in four months. But the recovery has not taken place, but the housing recession is over. This is what Lawrence Young says. The presence of multiple offers implies housing demand is not being satisfied due to the lack of supply, which we talk about weekly. Right. The home builders are ramping up production and hiring workers, but they're still behind. Housing inventories remain at a historic low, down 13.6% from even last year's low levels. There are, there's just simply not enough homes for sale. Correct. And I think most of it's because the sellers doesn't, don't know. It's the best time in history to sell. Well, 70, Mark, uh, it goes back. It goes back to, you know, when I talk to people, they don't want to give up, you know, that two and a half, three and a half percent rate. And they don't, but they also don't realize how much equity is in their property. So it's a win-win for them, you know, and we were spoiled with, it's called a COVID rate. It's not what the actual interest rate was. It was produced by COVID. So yeah, plus, plus you can always buy down the rate if you got that much equity. You can there's also, things you, there's, there's lots things of you things can you can do. And, you know, you get into the house and, and we, the saying, we say it over and over and over again, but you marry the house, you date the rate. Six right. months from now, you refinance, probably drop your interest rate by 2%, right? I don't have a crystal ball that broke a while ago, but you know, it's going to change. Definitely. So use the equity in your house. Find the home of your dreams. Let's get it done. Get Plus, off the fence. Why, why rent? That's you know, not even four, an option. Forty-eight percent of people renting in Philly is ridiculous. Right, right. And 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 that's. I was just talking to a renter. They raised their rent by seven hundred hours last year, and they're planning another rent increase this year. That yeah. doesn't happen with a mortgage. Right. That's what was you know? happening with John. John was getting. He's. You know. It's. It's a huge issue. Yeah. And they're going to keep doing it because right now the ball is in the landlord's court. Right. And if you got control of the ball, you're definitely going to raise rates. 
So some of them, you know, so, so, and these rate increases, which they should just stop. I mean, this guy at the Fed just doesn't, I don't know if he only looks at one page of the report and, and not the rest <laughs> of it, but I mean, you can't keep spending money all over the world and raise rates and expect inflation to come down. Inflation in Philly metros at about 6.9%, not three or four like the national news is talking about. Right. You know, what you got to do is ask anybody, what you spent 50 bucks when you stopped at the store last year is 100 bucks this year. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and you know who gets hurt the worst? The poorest of the poor get hurt the worst. Sure. But, you know, this raising rates is not helping anybody. And, and it's just making more people nervous. Home buyers are faced with limited choices, higher home prices, higher mortgage rates. Uh, hopefully, they're going to find some relief. I can't wait to this next presidential election. I don't care who it is other than the this guy that's in there now. He's brutal. Right. I mean, they talk with, like, rose-colored glasses. This guy's got red-colored glasses <laughs> on. <laughs> I mean, he keeps talking about how good things are. I don't know. Ice cream must be pretty cheap in Delaware. I don't know. But I don't know. With consumer price inflation calm, uh, calming close to the Federal Reserve's desired conditions, which I just don't get, even that so National Association of Realtors is saying, stop raising rates, giving the on job additions, which they've been talking about. And most of that is not new jobs. That's all the people finally getting back from COVID. Right. You know, that I heard an interesting number the other day. There was over 7 million males between 18 and 40 that are not even looking for a job. They're either collecting unemployment or doing something else. They're not even looking. You know, it's terrible. Nor forecast that the 30-year fixed rate mortgage could reach 6.5. I think we're already there now, right? No. And over recent weeks, mortgage rates have been nearly 7%. From their ultra low with two to three percent averages just over a year and a half ago. So I'm like a little upset about the whole thing. Anything positive lately has been soccer on TV. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even watch the news. It's just too depressing. Yeah, it's true. But tell us about the rates. Let's talk about the rates. Right now, your 30 year conventional is at 7.25%. Again, Say it every week, depending on what your credit score is, depending on how much you're putting down. Your 15-year fixed is 6.75. Your 30-year FHA is at 7.25%, along with your 30-year VA. So the rates are up from the last time we talked. Um, but again, I think they're going to come down a little bit. It's it's still a great time to buy, depending on your situation. It's not, you know, we're doing refinances you know, everybody's got a different story. So when That's you're right. out there it's talking, individual. To, it is individual. When you're out there talking to Uncle Harry or your parents, you know, that bought a house for $18,000, the thing that you have to think about is what is your particular situation? Do you have credit cards at 29%? Do you want to pull the equity out of your house to buy a second home, to buy an investment property because 48% are renting in the Philadelphia metro area? So again, what is your specific situation. Give us a call. If there is no cost to calling us, we can help you. Get a you. plan. Yep. There's Let's no give cost you a to plan. have a plan. Exactly right. You know, and it's interesting. Uh, there's a Sears house next door to me that Chuck used to own. And somebody brought it up about a Sears house. And I said, I have one next door to me. And originally you could have ordered that house 
Yeah, I ordered it out of the catalog, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I can't imagine 80, that. $8,600. And then they, you bought the land, and then they came and they built the house. And right. That, you know. They have it now. I it's think called it, modular, but it's not. Yeah. It's a lot more expensive. Oh, but uh, <laughs> a Sears catalog, you could buy anything. You could buy anything. <laughs> All right. So with that. Oh. Oh. Students oh, calling. It's a student. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So we're at the end. So, Mark, we are up to your funny story. So this one's a little different. I saw this. Uh, actually, I think my drummer sent me this. It's called a singles ad. And the following appeared in the Atlanta Journal. And a single black female seeks a male companionship for her new house. Ethnicity is not important. I'm a very good-looking girl who loves to play. I love long walks in the woods, riding in your pickup truck, hunting, camping, fishing trips, cozy winter nights, lying by the fire, candlelit dinners will have me eating out of your hand. And when you get home from work, I'll be at the front door, only what nature gave me. Call 404-555-1212 and ask for Daisy. Over 1,500 men found themselves talking to the Atlanta Humane Society about an eight-week-old black Labrador. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. I had to use that. I thought that was a good one. It is a good one. If you have a funny story, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. We're coming up on our thousandth show. So wow. send me a joke. So now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the end, Kat Saris from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic is how to be a confident buyer in today's competitive market. Wow. Very excited, Mark. Thank you. You, you nailed it. I, I've been saving that up since you've been in Greece. <laughs> 
you had a lot of time to practice, right? <laughs> so yes, our topic today is how to be a confident buyer in today's competitive market. Today's real estate market is tough. We're not going to lie. It has low inventory, a high amount of buyers, and especially cash buyers. But that doesn't mean that it's not the right time for you to buy a home. It just means you need to be a confident buyer with a very strong team behind you. Yep. With so many buyers competing for a limited number of homes, it's more important than ever to know the ins and outs of making a confident and competitive offer. And I want to go over five keys for success um, for this important stage in the home buying process. And I will tell you, I mean, when I have, I work with a lot of different agents and I know when they submit an offer, whether or not that offer is going to get accepted. And I can tell with other agents whether or not that offer is going to get accepted. And, you know, it's just, it's a fine tuning of what will and what won't. And the people that are getting the offers are accepted are the ones that we have a conversation with, right? I have an opportunity to tell them a little bit more about the buyer, to go over some other things, maybe be a little bit creative depending on, you know, how many um, home buyers are actually putting an offer on that home. So the first thing that I want to go over is just listen to your lender and your real estate agent. So, you know, the buying and selling of a home, it can be emotional and that's why trusted professionals can help you stay focused on the important things and really not get knotted up with your emotions. So remember to let the home buying team guide you on the journey, not your emotions. Their support and our expertise will keep you from com compromising on what your must-haves and what your future stability is going to be. So your real this kind of goes along with my topic yeah, today a little bit. I saw that, and we were definitely on the on the same page. Um, your real estate agent and your lender should be your primary source for answers to the questions that you will have when you're ready to make the offer. And your lender can help make sure that you're pre-approved and you know what all your financing options are. Not Uncle Harry. I'm sure he's a great no. guy, but listen to us. You want to understand your finances is number two. Having a complete understanding of your budget, how much of a house you can afford, it's essential, right? It's not going to keep you up at night if you know all the answers. And the best way to know this is to work with your lender, get pre-approved early in the home buying process. Only 44% of today's prospective home buyers are planning to apply for a pre-approval. So make sure you take this step so you stand out from the crowd. One of the things I always, every time I call the listing agent, they are thankful that I'm reaching out to them, letting them know how serious our sellers and buyers are, um, letting them know that they've actually gone through the steps to get pre-approved. So when I- yeah, it's, the little, it's the little extra things. Like like I talked to an appraiser not too long ago. I asked them, how, how often do agents call? They're like, never. Yeah. I mean, like- me and you think they'll like you do that extra little phone call, right? And not some stupid text. You actually call somebody, talk to somebody. That goes a long way. Yeah, and and the other thing is they, you know, Green Tree has such a great reputation in this tri-state area. When they see a pre-approval come over from you know Mortgage Mom or Green Tree Mortgage, they know that we've done our due diligence. So right. it definitely helps. Um, the third is be ready to move quickly. You want to make sure that the 
The average property being sold today is receiving more than three offers, and it's probably closer to 10. Um, and it's only on the market for a few weeks, if that. These are both results of today's competitive market. So showing how important it is to stay aligned and vigilant in your search. So as you find the right home for your needs, just make sure you let everybody know what's going on. You know, Sunday night at eight o'clock, I get a call from a buyer that says, hey, I just went and looked at a home today and we want to put an offer. I'm like, great. When do you want to put an offer in? Tomorrow morning. Never talk to them, never pre-approved them, never reviewed their credit. So all I'm asking is just be prepared so that you have the best edge possible. Yeah. It's the and- little things that are going to make you... This reminds me in the early 2000s. I mean, I remember winning deals by like 75 hours because I made some little nuance change in the contract. And if there was a lawyer involved and you're 75 hours over somebody else, you win. Yep. I mean, you got to be extra proactive in this kind of market. Yeah. And there's a lot of creative things to do. Um, Make a, the, the fourth one is make a fair offer. It's only natural that you want the best deal you can get on a home, but submitting an offer that's too low can lead the sellers to really doubt how serious you are as a buyer. And it also can be insulting. And going the other way could be just as bad going in 50,000 above, which you know, it's not going to appraise. And and then now, you know, now you're going to waste a couple months on that kind of situation. And be flexible as a negotiator. You know, after submitting an offer, the seller may accept it, may reject it, may counter. But in this competitive market, just stay nimble, stay informed throughout the process. And your position can be strengthened when an offer that, you know, maybe includes more flexible move-in dates, a higher price, or minimal contingencies. So just work with a really good team that's going to help you get there. Um, if you have any questions on this, you know, just reach out to us at 609-605-7153. You can also go to um, my website, which is mortgagemom.net. But just use us um, you know, as an asset in your, in your home buying process. And it's not life or death. Most of the time, if it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. But you got to do the little right. things that make you stand out from the rest of the group. And it's surprising right. how lazy some of these agents are uh, and just, you know, sending a pre-qualification. You're approved for 350000 signed by the VP of the bank. The, it, apparently, right. everybody <laughs> in the bank's a VP. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. Next is our question and answer right, segment. We're going to take a break, though, first. Right? You got it. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Good News in Real Estate. Don't talk radio 1210 WPHD or positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99 including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So we're at the end. So, Mark, we have some great questions from our audience um, that I'm looking forward to getting to. And the first question is, what is the first step of the home buying process? And this is where a lot of the confusion comes in. Like, I'm, I talk to people that are renting all the time and I keep telling, I talk about this topic. I'm like, the first step is find out if you can buy. I mean, get a plan. Like I give them your number. I say, call the end. What do you have to lose? You're paying rent like 48% of the rest of the Philly. And you're, that's going to keep continuing to go up. You need to own, you're paying somebody's mortgage one way or the other. So, I give them your phone number. I say, just call Deanne, talk to her, and if and then you'll find out where you're at. You might be surprised, and you might be right. You might be pre-approved. A lot of them have no clue of how much they can afford. Like they're guessing at that because uh, they don't know how to figure out what a monthly payment would be. And then here they right. here, and, the great- and here they are paying two grand a month on an apartment that they've been doing for years. Where they might be in for two grand a month, they might be in a four hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah, and that's and, and Mark. One of the things that I do is I send them my mobile app, which has a calculator on it, so they can sit there at two o'clock in the morning when they're on Zillow or whatever site they're on, and they can figure out what you know what a comfortable mortgage payment is. It calculates everything in there, but you know I agree with what you're saying. But the first step, you got to reach out to a lender. And don't do it online. Yeah. Do not no. do it online. You want to work with somebody no, that's, that's local, you know, that's not a three-hour time difference, that's going to show up and maybe even meet you at the office to do your application, and that's going to show up for settlement. Right. I'd rather meet somebody face-to-face and have uh, <laughs> now on a, on a as an agent, what I like to do before I take a buyer out is actually meet with them and do what's called a buyer's needs analysis. Yeah. And then I asked them, what's the most important thing you want to talk about? And then they talk about what they want to buy, what it kind of looks like, what it has to have. Yeah. And then and then we go from there, where it's at. And amazingly, they'll do most of the talking and they'll think I'm like the best agent ever. And it was all about them. Yeah. And, but then they have, at least they have some starting point, you know, rather yeah. than guessing, looking at Zillow. Right. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's not a good way to do things. You know what also is important? I know we're kind of like hounding this first question, but 
I just had a settlement last week with with a couple that the wife and I, we weren't seeing eye to eye on a lot of things. Um, and it was just for whatever reason. I don't know if she had a bit. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But we had never really met in person. When I went to settlement, we were the best of friends. We talk twice a week now. Right. And, and that is so important going through this process. I know it was frustrating for her. Um, she was stressed out with work and whatever the case may be. But if we had met in person or even on Zoom, it probably would have made this whole process a little bit better. So a lot less stressful. A lot less stressful. When you're dealing with somebody that's, you know, on the internet or you're doing it by chat, you know, this is one of the biggest financial purchases that you're ever going to make in your life. Make it a good experience. Right. Like if somebody's texting me about a major purchase in my life, I'm not going to be a happy camper. I want to, I right. want to talk to people, <laughs> you know? Right. What's the next one? All right. The next question is, and I think we go over this a lot, but what is a seller's market? Well, basically a seller's market is when there's a ton of buyers in the market and there's not that many houses. And we've been in a seller's market for how many years now? Three? No, longer than that. Probably more than that. Yeah. I'm telling you, we. I don't think we've been in a buyer's market since- Yeah. I'm going to say maybe almost, almost as 10 years, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Something 10 like years that. is a good number. It, yeah. It's 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 been a long time. Uh, and yeah. and we're in a historic seller's market now because right. there's just such a lack of inventory and I and a lot of it is lack of knowledge. I mean, these sellers these sellers we constantly talk about it. If you're ever going to cash in, this is the time to do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, if for sure. But it, it's bottom line seller's market more buyers than listings. Yeah. And I blame a lot of this on these real estate agents. They just, I know they don't right. want to we, talk we to people. Them enough. I know, <laughs> I know, but that, you know, we're in a t- tight sellers market and we're going to be in one for a while. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Let's go to question number three, which is how much do I have to pay an agent to help buy a house? There's actually a couple interesting court cases going on right now about this whole thing. Now, bright, our illustrious MOS is doing something really stupid. And whoever came up with the idea should be fired immediately about immediately. not offering commissions to buyer agents. Now, right. historically, and there's no general rule in this, it's not like a law, but most of the time the seller's commissions built into the sale of the property. And there's reasons for that. And so say, there's no average, but, Average commission around six percent on a sale of a house, and in reality, eight people that use an agent to sell their house net more money than don't. Now, the downside: most of the time, buyer agents, uh, buyers don't have to pay their agent. They get all that information for free because the agent gets paid by the, on a split on the commission, which doesn't all go into that agent's pocket. You see that split four ways. It split the person that listed the house, splits it with their broker. And then the other side, that buyer agent that's representing the buyer, that you're really not paying them anything, maybe a small uh, transaction fee that the office has or something like that. But otherwise, that gets split twice too. So it's not like this agent's walking away with 6%. And 
statistically, agents, buyers and sellers, sellers net more if you got a real estate agent involved. Now, there's some really crazy thing going on right now that they don't want to pay buyer agents, that they think the buyer should pay the buyer agent, which I don't know. I don't, After all these years, why are they going to change that? Especially I mean, during this economy. This economy this is the is worst right. possible yep. time to even screw with that industry. It's the one industry that's keeping the economy afloat, and they're going to tinker with it. And yep. Bright, which I paid dues to, and they're technically Bright's owned by brokers, correct? So, And the National Association of Realtors and all that. And now they want me to pay them dues, but they don't want me to get a commission? I, I mean... What the hell is going on? It sounds like a one-way street for sure. Yeah, and, and then the, then there's human nature involved, which is would be unethical. But if you're, think about this. If you're looking for a house in, say, my neighborhood, Fox Chase, and there's four houses for sale, and three of them have a buyer agent commission, and one doesn't. You know, now the agent ethically should show you all four, but if they're not going to get paid on one, are they going to do that? I mean, I'm not saying that you should do that. That's technically unethical, but that's the same problem with for sale but by it owners. Is, like you said, human. Yeah. Yeah, it's human nature. Are you going to show, are you going to rush to show your buyer for sale by owners that are not paying a commission? Or are you going to show them ones that you get paid by? I, I, I It's yeah. just bizarre what's going on. I, I just don't understand it. All right, what's All right. the next one? Less, uh, question number four. What kind of a credit score do I need to buy a home? So, it, you know, the credit score for a primary residence, you can purchase a home as little as a 580 with an FHA loan. If you're going to do a second home or an investment property, or you're looking to, um, you know, get into different types of loans, the credit score is going to change. But So the 580 is back? 580, FHA primary residence. But you got to have all your ducks in a row to get yeah, 580. Yeah, I'm not saying that you're going to get approved, but it you can get a manual underwrite with a 580. Like to get you to 620. Um, but and again, the 620 is pretty common score. I mean, yeah. I, I remember I did a thing on the uh, uh, average credit scores nationwide and most of them were close to 700. So it's like, you know, most right. people are going to qualify at 620. What's the last one? The last one is, where do you see the market going over the next year? And know. that's one word, up. Yeah, it's going to go up. I just can't wait to the next presidential election because the one thing that I hate about what's going on now is fear. And fear slows everything down. And when people are nervous, people don't spend money. And unfortunately, this guy is making people nervous. And when people are nervous, you don't expand. You know, I've been debating open up a couple more real estate schools. Am I going to do it? Why he's in the White House? Probably not. Yeah. If something changes, anybody. <laughs> yeah, anybody is right. All right. Coming up next, Mark, is our topic of the day, and it's five topics to discuss with your real estate agent when buying a home. All right. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. 
Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. All right, welcome back to Good News from Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. So we're at the end. So, Mark, we're up to the topic of the day, which is five topics to discuss with your real estate agent when buying a home. Yeah, this whole show kind of goes together today. It does. Yeah, so whether you're ready to settle into your first home or you're looking to buy your fifth, you know, Nobody remembers what took place from the last ones anyway. I always joke about that. All they remember is getting the keys and everything else is a blur. (laughs) But if they're moving across country or across town, it's smart to identify which attributes of a new home are the most important to you. And be sure to sit down with your agent like we just talked about and discuss your needs. The one thing I hate about a lot of real estate agents do, they get somebody pre-approved and never meet with them until they meet them at the first house. And that's their first interaction. That's bad. Very bad. Have a conversation. Have a meeting. And then you talk to them about what can't you live without. You know, your lifestyle choices. You often reflect what home you're going to buy. Are you a motorcycle fanatic? You want a roomy garage? You have a big family? You likely need the big home with at least four bedrooms. Perhaps, you know, you have a gourmet cook in your family like you. That is, uh, you know, want a big giant kitchen, you know, whatever it is. You like you talk. That's why I always asked when I meet with the buyers, what's the most important thing you want to talk about? And then they tell me all this stuff. And then I ask questions. What do you have to have? And they'll answer those kind of questions. Schools, if they have kids, quality of schools, that's a big time one. You know, people will move into a particular area. Just for the school system. Sure. If you have children, you think about having children in your home, you want to discuss all the school information, statistics, crime statistics is another big one. Not only is it important to consider the location of your relative area to the schools, but you know also about the quality and all the other things that go along with the school. 
Your real estate agent can provide statistics and information about both public and private schools in the neighborhoods. Commuting. How far do you want, are you willing to travel? You know, for many people, commuting from work and back is a necessary evil. Like, I, I know some people that, like, you know, they'll travel to New York every day. I don't, I don't know, think I could do it. A long commute uh. can detract from a home buyer's quality of life. And there's a ton of New Yorkers that live up in New Hope and all up that way now. They take that Amtrak train every morning and they're in New York in 40 minutes. So, you know, what what suffices for you? And do you want to fight that traffic every day? Uh, so that kind of things are important. Then the community details, whether, you know, you want to you want to be in Center City or like, I remember when I first, me and Terry first hooked up, we lived in South Street. I thought it was great. You know, South Street's not like it used to be. No. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, like now I'm a little leery going to South Street at night. But uh, <laughs> back in the day, it was, during the week, it was cool. It was all the tourists came in. And then on the week, it was all the locals. And it was like quiet. It was like being down the shore and everybody went home. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to live, you want to be in the thick of the action? Do you want the suburban area you know i like i'm at foxy so i'm like kind of in the city but not in the city it's like quiet and but i can be anywhere in 15 minutes and you know, that's the kind of thing and then one of the most important things is your budget you know of course the most rigid constraint of home buying is typically the buyer's budget defining the budget perimeters that's why you need to talk to like somebody like deanne in the very beginning and get that one out of the way because your budget, most of the time, the most important question I've found over the years with buyers is that monthly payment. You know, they really don't know how much house they could afford or, you know. No they, idea. They might, like if they're, especially if they're selling something and they got proceeds, like I've done a few where the goal was to stay at 1100 a month. And so use some of the proceeds to buy that mortgage down so they had the same mortgage payment in a new house. Right. Like they're the kind of things that with a good buyer needs analysis meeting up front and a good mortgage lender, all that, you know, like sometimes you can give them sticker shock. You say, well, you can afford to buy up to 500000 500, Yeah, but your mortgage, if you put down this amount of money, is you're still at 1200 a month. Right. Oh, <clears throat> oh, really? And so, you know, now you solved all our problems by having a couple of meetings. So, and there's so many little factors involved with there with the rates and everything else. There's seller assist. There's all kinds of ways to skin the cat. So having a very innovative mortgage person with different options is key. And you want to know, you want to know all that up front before you go searching. You don't want to go searching and then figure out the numbers. Because then, you know, a lot of times the bad thing with set buyers is you showed them some house for, say, 400000 And now they're all excited. And now they finally, they got approved for three fifty. Now they want that $400,000 house for three fifty. Right. Now you got a problem. So doing all this homework up front solves all those problems. Do you have anything to add? You kind of went over everything. But one of the things that I, I do want to add is, you know, we keep talking about how you and I do everything a little bit differently um, with other agents and other lenders. And one of the key things, you know, when somebody comes to me for a pre-approval, and I know we went over this earlier, but 
but just hear me out because this is important information. We collect all their documents up front, W-2s, pay stubs, bank statements. We want to make sure that once you're excited about your new home, you're confident that you're going to close. You're confident that you can handle what that monthly payment is. And we also want to add in there the gas bill, the electric bill. Maybe you might even want to eat a couple meals a week um, and you might want to buy new furniture. So when somebody comes to my team and say they want to purchase a $500,000 house, I want to ask them, do they know what that looks like? Do you know what kind of payment that is? And a lot of the times the answer is no. So what percentage uh, do you think the answer is no? 70 at least. So what we do is we, we take, tell me about the house that you just looked at for 500,000. How much are you thinking about putting down? What do you think the interest rates are today? Right. Just want to see if we're even on the same, on the same plane. We put in the interest rate, we put in the real estate taxes, you know, do they need mortgage insurance? Yes or no. And then not only do we let them know what their payment is, but we also want them to know what their closing costs are going to be. Because you might be happy with the payment, but maybe you only put $10,000 away for the new home purchase where actually you need 20. So where are those additional funds coming from? So, you know, you have to talk through it. Or the other other side of that coin is like uh, John that we're talking to. I did a VA in Fox Chase and the guy needed 4,600 hours and he thought he was going to need like 20 grand. Yeah. And, and you don't know, like, because, and the VA is, I mean, that's the best example because unfortunately our veterans don't know what the benefits are. I have a guy right now that's a hundred percent disabled and he's not going to pay real estate taxes, but he didn't know that. He never knew that his disability would eliminate his real estate taxes. So my point, my point to this whole rant is you know, you're not going in blinded. You are going in extremely educated. So if we have to put an offer in where you pay the transfer tax to get the deal accepted, or, you know, you, you don't have a seller concession, you know, it just, it's, you all don't about know what you don't know. That, exactly. You know, it's all about educating. It's all about communicating and, and having a conversation and working with people that you trust. Um, it's a long, you know, it can be a long process. It can be frustrating and you need to work it out from the beginning. We've been doing this show for 15 years and in 15 years, the real estate market has only crashed one time in 2008. And that, uh, and that only that crash was the first time in 73 years and it hasn't crashed again. Now, Like if you're getting all your information from a tweet or some Facebook or <laughs> Uncle Harry, you might think that the world's coming to an end, but in reality, it's not. Right. I mean, when I told students that the real estate market has only crashed once in 73 years, and they were like, well, when was that? I was like, the Great Depression? <laughs> <laughs> was that in your mem- Remember that history book you, mu- you, you didn't pre- read? <laughs> Mark, real quick though, people don't understand that this is this is also a great opportunity. Rents are sky high. The equity right. in your property is amazing. Buy a second home, buy an investment property. Just give us a call. We'll walk you through the process. And if you say no, it's okay, but at least you were informed on what's right. out there. If you bought a two by two duplex in my area, you're gonna live for free. Yeah. You're gonna live by for free. 
All right. That's how good it is. So if you have any questions, email Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or just reach out and give him a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. Is that a grease uh, zip code? <laughs> a special thanks to all of our listeners and our sponsors for keeping us on the air for all these 15 years here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Call us. We answer our phone. We'd like to have you as a faithful listener every week. You can listen to this show at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com. And we're also on Odyssey. It's weird. I get calls from all over the country now because yep. of the internet. People so are downloading. That, I know. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All, all positive, positive all, all the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of their past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded.